Hello and good morning. It's Ayawimala and it's Sunday. And it's Sunday, August the 9th. And uh, yesterday I was talking to a few friends who said people are starting to sell Halloween things and we were so stunned we couldn't believe it. And then we realized, uh, wait a minute, maybe this is when stores start selling Halloween things. and. Maybe August is later, you know, time is moving faster than we think. So, um, yeah, there are Halloween things for sale. And uh, that's, what, two and a half months away? But I guess we want to be prepared. Maybe, maybe people are thinking that we're going to have some kind of Halloween. So uh, I hope you've been enjoying your summer in whatever ways you've been creative and come up with to enjoy a different kind of summer and you haven't missed kind of the old traditional ways of being on crowded beaches or swimming pools or uh, lots of uh, crowded conditions. So hope you've been creative and found beautiful new ways to have a quieter, more peaceful kind of summer and enjoyed it just as much. Before I read my wish today, I wanted to say um, a good friend of mine, a friend from many, many years ago, and I've reconnected. We've been uh, in contact for over a year, but um, he had mentioned to me that he's been watching, he and his wife have been watching uh, some of my uh, morning talks and meditations and or they listen to it as a podcast or listen to it on or watch it on YouTube and he 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 mentioned to me because he's Catholic and he said you know when you read my wish that's really that's wonderful but you know and I and I always talk about the squirrels and the wild turkey and all the critters I'm feeding especially now that I no longer have my Scotties um, and he said, you know, be, between my wish and seeing you uh, having all your critters and feeding them and having talking about the wild turkey in your, on your patio and uh, all the animals, he, it reminded him, the combination of those things reminded him of St. Francis of Assisi. And he said, you know, read the prayer of St. Francis because it's very similar to my wish. And we know that was written by an 8th century monk in India, Shanti Dewa. And so I knew I had, I knew I was familiar with the prayer of St. Francis, but I really hadn't looked at it in a long time. And so I pulled it up on, you know, I searched it online. And, and it's really, all of us know it because it's been made into such a, a beautiful song, I think by Sarah, I mean, she sings it, I think Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, has a beautiful rendition of it, but we all know it. And so many of my Buddhist friends are also either Catholic or they were Catholic, maybe grew up and went to Catholic schools. So I know everybody knows this, but I wanted to read that, the prayer of St. Francis as well, because I think it's so beautiful. What we, what we really see, what we really know about spiritual paths is 
the essential teachings are so similar to each other and they cover those four immeasurables, the qualities that are such an important focus are always what we call metta, loving kindness, or goodwill towards, towards ourselves and all other beings, and compassion for ourselves and all beings, and the quality of uh, sympathetic joy where we can rejoice for the good fortune of others and be someone else's success can can be our success. We never have to be jealous or envious. And then equanimity, which is finding that balance that allows us to stay when we're when we're in that place we can be unruffled. Uh, we we stay balanced in, in the highest of waves and storms and can always, even if we, even when we become unbalanced before we've become, you know, enlightened, we can, we, we learn how to come back to that balance, that we know everything is temporary, so everything is always changing, and equanimity is the quality that helps us find our balance in that. But we know, and um, we, we know that all good, all really, uh, perfected spiritual teachings will include these four elements, these four mental states. And when I read the prayer of St. Francis, I'm remembered of, I'm reminded of that. And I think that's that's more and more how we should look at the world, you know, find the similarities we have with other groups. We're all really looking for and seeking the same things but because of different cultures and different uh, worlds we come from, different things, we're drawn to different paths, I think. And some paths speak more clearly to us than others. And so the essence of the, when we get beyond the religion and what religion has done to spiritual teaching, which isn't really, it hasn't done a, a lot of good, um, we see that the teachings from those from those enlightened teachers or those masters who who were able to see maybe uh, some or all of the truth and the things that they taught have that same those same elements in it. If we go back to those teachers, we can find so many similarities. So I want to read both today. And I hope, I hope you don't mind me reading both of these. I won't read a chapter from a book that I'm all excited about. As I told you before, I think Welcoming the Unwelcome by Pema Chodron is the book that we can have a book discussion group. So I'm, I have a meeting at, at the office tomorrow to set up some, some good times and to look at that. So I'll be I'll be setting out some different times and see what are best times for most people. Or you can let me know if you want to join that group and we'll do maybe a chapter each time we meet or divide chapters in half, pick the chapters we want to cover and maybe leave out a few. Uh, let me know if you'd like to be in that group and, and what, what kind of times are good for you. 
So let's begin with my wish, and then I'm going to read the prayer of St. Francis. And, and I know um, a lot of you know it, and you'll, you'll recognize it if you don't know it right off the top of your head. May I become, at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a, sanct a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So that is our my wish, and it's it's actually a. a it's uh, if you if you if you look at the at Shanti Dewa, some of his writing, it's much longer, and so the the uh, my wish that we do is a little piece of that, a little compilation, very short that we can all memorize from Shanti Dewa, so D E V A. Um, so now let me read the prayer of Saint Francis and listen to the words. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. So, how beautiful. So, we all recognize those words, and I'm just I'm so delighted. Thank you, Alan, for uh, reminding me of that and and bringing me up to stuff. Snuff. I'd love to. I know that we could find a, a Muslim and a Hindu and a um, Jewish poem or verse that was saying exactly the same thing. So, if you have any of those, send it my way. Okay. Uh, or, or a poet, any poet, doesn't have to be labeled with as a specific religion. So now let's, let's, uh, why don't we, I have to leave a little bit early today to get to Sutta, Sutta study class, so I have to um, check everything here with my Facebook message going out the correct places, and then I have to run over to my desk and go on Zoom and join Bhante Bhadia in the Sutta study class. And I realize that Sutta study class has, uh, you know, we have a Zoom number that changes. So if you're interested in our second and fourth Sutta studies on Zoom, if you let the office know that you'd like to join that class, I think you can get the, uh, the Zoom information sent to you very easily and Tessa can have you 
go on to the the uh, contact list, the email list, that then another person, Diane Brodson, who's in the class, sends out to everyone to uh, keep them up to date with the suttas we're studying and the Zoom numbers and um, some reminders and then notes after the meeting that are great notes. But you have to have that information, the right information to get into the class. Okay, so shall we do some sitting this morning? Because probably everyone is dealing with family and invitations to be out and doing things, and I know you're having to make good decisions about what it's okay to do in your area and what you should refrain from doing. And please use compassion for to make your decisions. Think of what's good for you, then for your family, and then for the other people around you. Try to do the best you can to not put anyone at risk. Uh, and I think we need to remember patience, forbearance, because we need to look at the long haul. And don't don't become careless about distancing and mask because we've seen I know in Illinois when we were much stricter and people were really we were really trying to get those numbers down we did a great job Illinois did a very good job with Chicago beginning as a, a hot spot um, we were able to get those numbers down and now we're in that period where there's a lot of gray or we're where we want there to be a lot of gray. So I think we have to keep remembering. Remember even our schools in most places, we're not going back to the old normal. And um, that mean, that's kind of a good sign to me that we need to be very careful with everything in our lives, to keep remembering we're still going through trying to find some control to make help us begin to feel safe in the world again and we know we can feel safe if we are being extremely careful and certain things that we may have to pass on or give up on for a while they'll be there but we don't want to put people's bodies at risk uh, we, we don't know enough about this pandemic to know what kind of after effects people have and we've heard of different people having continual problems. So remember that we're still in this uh, altered state of reality. And for some of us, it's, been, it's not been very difficult at all. And for others, I know how hard it is. But focus on compassion in everything you do. And then you will, it will bring peace to you and it will be it will be bringing no harm to anyone else. So remember, right intention, right resolve, is always having them going for it every day when you wake up. You want to have renunciation in your life, and that's just letting go of the things that no longer serve us, letting go of the things that we see are no longer skillful or wholesome for us, and uh, enjoying the sim a more simplicity in our lives and loving kindness. So 
only only letting goodwill towards others be be the way we want to think of every everyone letting go of anger letting go of any uh, irritation and non-loving un, not non-loving thoughts and the the third one is harmlessness ahimsa doing no harm to yourself to your loved ones or to any other living beings and that'll get us through these days and it will also strengthen our right effort which is a very important part of the eightfold path so this is a this is a time of uh, renewed uh, commitment to the things that matter to us and a and a wonderful time to be practicing and watching our spiritual lives grow and seeing how important they can be for our peace of mind and for our our true happiness so let's sit and I'm going to uh, have to leave a, about five minutes early so I hope you can keep sitting even after I read my wish again and have to say goodbye but just try to give yourself another at least another five minutes after we stop and then remember every day you let your personal practice be growing and when I say personal practice I mean not just sitting in meditation but our personal practice is working on working on all the principles that we want to become the way we live our lives naturally just like the way we've taught our bodies now to breathe a deeper breath which we've started doing because of the pandemic and that it's affecting people's lungs and their respiratory systems so when we observe our breath in meditation we've been putting our hands on our belly so it helps us calm our bodies when we learn to take a deeper breaths, but we don't want it to be forced. We want it to just become the natural way we breathe because then we're constantly uh, doing something healthier for our bodies. We're getting the air down deeper into our lungs. And we know that when we're stressed or anxious or angry, well, sometimes we can be so angry or distressed that we, we don't realize it, but we stop breathing. And uh, when we learn to take those deeper breaths, we're learning to calm ourselves, which is, a, which is a wonderful thing. It's what we try to teach our children when they're very little, right? It's a natural thing, like calm down. Okay, now breathe. So we te teach ourselves like we, te we taught our children when they were young. And what a wonderful gift that is if you are able to do that with your kids or if you've done it for yourself. So when we watch our body breathing, we should now be being able to just observe our body and see how quickly we're already in that uh, deeper breath. Our natural breath is deeper. And so use this whole period of the pandemic time to make practices that you want to see in your life, make them just become natural. And you do that just by doing it over and over. And then the feedback you'll be getting from the world is that you're doing better, you're doing better, you're, you're 
coping with the world better, you're enjoying your life, you have more freedom in your life, Um, you can be content, you can deal with things as they arise, but let it begin with those little practices that we do every day that began to help us just feel better living in our skin in this world. And it helps other all along, others all along the way. Okay, so let your body be in the posture that allows you to feel awake. We've already talked about watching your breath. Watch your body breathe. Be with the silence. If you become distracted by your thoughts, if your monkey mind wants to be all over the place, Just keep coming back to observing your body breathe. Your brain will keep sending out thoughts but you don't need to be feeding it. You don't need to be feeding it with your attention. Just allow the thoughts to come and go. And we want to keep coming back and observing our body breathing. Let a smile play on your face. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, 
and a refuge for those who lack shelter. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Now keep sitting. See if you can sit for another 10 minutes, if that's possible. And then enjoy a beautiful day, and I'll see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. It's good to see so many good friends.